First You Think is a not-for-profit ministry of the First Unitarian Church of Des Moines. Support us at ucdsm.org today. We now prepare ourselves for a time of meditation. In our congregation, these are usually a few minutes of quiet contemplation, but Today, we want to take you on a mental and emotional journey. To become immersed in this experience, you may wish to close your eyes. Though you will hear many voices, the only thing to see is what your own mind imagines. We will begin and end the meditation with a bell. Let your mind settle into a calm and soft space, easing your inner thoughts and quieting your mind. As you feel yourself drift into this calm, let us guide you through some scenes that many find themselves in all too often. Allow your mind to permit perspectives outside of yourself and, and outside, outside of, of your norms. You have pulled into a parking space at the mall. Getting out, let your mind fill in the blanks. Who would be with you? Are you alone? Are you with family, friends? Fill that space and let those answers then guide you as you enter the mall. You open the door and begin moving past doors. Someone stares at you. Do you stare back? Do you hold your ground? Do you ignore them? That moment passes as you go into a clothing store. Are you offered help or greeted in a happy tone? Or are the intense stares unimaginably uncomfortable? to where you feel like you want to flee. You get your items and move up to the register. Without skipping a beat, the employee asks you if you found everything you needed today. Sir? Ma'am? Um, I'm sorry, are you a... Male. Female? Neither. <laughs> Let's just get you checked out. I'm glad that's over. Shopping has left you needing to use the restroom. As you arrive in the area, you must choose. Men? Uh, women? Um, neither. Um... Maybe it's better off if I just hold it and, and just go home. It's another night. You're walking alone in the streets of the city. How confident are you walking? How do you look? How are you dressed? 
How are people looking at you as you pass by them? Do they smile? Do they look at you confused? Do they judge you with their looks as you walk past them? Do you feel safe? Fill in the place you'd go in the city. Is it a restaurant? An art show or event? A club or a bar? When you get there, do you walk right in without any questions asked? As you move into the scene, do you feel like you belong? How long do you stay? How long can you stay? After five minutes, do you even want to stay? You made it home. Is home a safe place? Is it easy to get home? Do you have someone, a family or friend to go home to? Has your life taught you that you need to protect yourself? Simply for who you are? Or to be told of what? You are. Gender is binary. No, it isn't. Yes, only biological sex. Men are men and women are women. Not true. Well, actually, I mean, there's it's this, simple there's biology. This gender it's not sex that simple. You, you have to consider the whole spectrum that, you know, of gender. Race is intersex. You can't folks. tell me who actually, I am. Actually, it's just ridiculous. Stop it! Stop it! Who I am, where I pee, where I go, where I live, should always feel safe, but it doesn't. Because a doctor told me, because society decided that what's between my legs defines everything that I am. It doesn't. I am that I am. A woman. A man. Could you tell who is who? And now, how much does that matter? Our eyes, your mind, together. Not separate. We, we are transgender. We hope the dilemmas 
and microaggressions we've just taken you through have been eye-opening. Tragically, cisgender reactions to transgender people are often driven by unfounded fear of qualities that are perceived as other, sometimes even resulting in transphobic violence. This is amplified by the intersection of transphobia with racism, classism, and misogyny. Each year, the transgender, non-binary, and gender non-conforming community loses dozens of lives in this country and hundreds around the world. And the vast majority, even in the United States, are trans women of color. After the service in the gathering area, we will have a laptop available where you can view a slideshow of these precious lives if you choose. And as we strive to grow ethically and spiritually, love justly, serve justly, and love radically, we can and we must do so much more to support and lift up trans voices within and beyond our beloved community. So as I introduced myself earlier, I'm Issa. Um, I'm starting my story today with a quote should be on the screen available to our Zoomers. Um, it's re found it recently, it's credited to Tanya Markle. It says, she's telling her story because what happened to her killed her self-esteem and stole her worthiness. It made her believe she was ugly and unlovable. It riddled her with shame and guilt. And more than anything, it buried who she really was. And she wants to know that who that is before she dies. Because since the day she was born, she's been wondering who she'd discover when the pain was gone. In March of 2018, I came out as me. I am a transgender woman. Um, decades of failed relationships and constant struggle and confusion demanded my authentic immersions. Having the wrong hormones tell my body in person something I wasn't made to be an experienced life utterly made me miserable. I have been on hormone replacement therapy for three and a half years. And I can tell you that in May of 2018, that first day on the th 14th, the day after, it was like ending terror of anxiety that had wreaked havoc on my existence for all that time. My doctor had told me it could take weeks. It took a day. I was already there. It's a journey that never ends, though. Three months ago, I went ahead and underwent what is called bottom surgery so that every part of my body matches what my heart and soul commands me to be as a woman. And looking in the mirror every day has become an immeasurable joy to see the woman I've become and should have always been. But like you experienced during the meditation, there are things that 
people find to be normal that I have to think about differently. And for me, that looks like driving home from Iowa City about three weeks ago and feeling hungry and watching the signs on Interstate 80 as I continue to go west back towards Des Moines and skipping anything that says country or diner or anything that would be considered a normal locally embraced establishment because I'd be afraid for my life of what those people may do to me because I'm alone. It means I walk down the street with somebody because I don't want anything to happen to me. And I speak to you also from a place of privilege as someone who is white, where persons of color don't even have those freedoms to walk down and experience that. It means as a licensed massage therapist, my makeup has to be exactly on point because I'm terrified that you might be able to tell something is off from looking at me if it isn't. There are certain angles when I take selfies that I avoid intentionally because it might make me look too masculine. So these are the things that are simple, easy things wanting to eat somewhere, driving down the road, always making sure that I'm safe. But I want to invite every person in this room to realize that there is intersectionality between everything that I've said for everybody here. As women, we have that from an early age experience, that fear and that concern of being alone and what might happen to us. Sometimes based on our ethnicity or our experiences and traumas, we are shaped to go ahead and avoid or not be in certain places. So for me, as I end this part here, I want everyone to realize how similar we are and how not so different. I was simply born into the wrong body, being told that I was supposed to act and present a certain way. And now I live authentically and beautifully. And I invite everyone here to do the same. Thank you.